Bismillah. Welcome to Art as Sacred Podcast. I'm your host, Tashleem Jamila Ferdos, poet, multidisciplinary artist, academic researcher, and holistic wellness advisor. This podcast explores the intersection of spirituality, art, and healing. So wherever you are in the world or in the cosmos, journey with us into a portal of some of the most amazing artists from around the world. All right, assalamu alaikum. Welcome to Art as Sacred. I am really honored to have a magnificent guest whose art is, to me, it's so lively. When I look at his art, um, it gives me life. It's innovative. It's it's freedom. These are words that I would describe as freedom. It's um, hidden messages that are like provoking you on a different level, stimulating you not only just artistically, creatively, spiritually, but I look at it like little little secrets within the artwork, which comes on many different products and canvases. So I'm talking about New York City's very own Khaled Sabri. Assalamu alaikum. Welcome to the show, Khaled. Thank you. Appreciate that. So let's start back. Little, little Khaled as a little boy. (laughs) (laughs) Look, I just imagine you like a little, little shrunken version of you. So little, little Khaled, um, what was your first interest like in, into art, like any kind of art that you remember? Um, Mm -hmm. I think I was, cause I have a big family. So it was like four brothers and two sisters in the house. So Mm -hmm. it was a lot of us in the house. And, uh, I just remember seeing my older brother's uh, drawing. I was like six or seven. And they were like drawing stick figures. I don't know why. I think they, they were into comics and stuff. Okay. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't really care for comics, but I uh, I just like, I wanted to draw. So just seeing that, that was my first experience, just seeing them draw. Wow. You know, six or seven years old. Yeah. Now you said they were drawing stick figures, really. Now, did they ever draw anything else? Because I see. Uh, yeah. Yeah, okay. they, they, they went to art school just like I did as they, oh. as they get older. So they, um, my our older brothers were the first ones to go to art and design and stuff. So they were, they were like five or four years older than me. Okay. So they were already like drawing from, like drawing comic books and stuff from comics. But I, for me, it looked like a stick figure. I was six or seven <laughs> years old. So I couldn't really judge, you know what I'm saying? So. Oh, that's so fun. Wow. So you you do have a lot of artists in your family. Like, yeah. Everybody. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, this is just a natural uh, observance. So when, so let's talk about your path to art. When did you pick up, uh, uh, I guess, paintbrush? I don't know. What started first? Uh, I mean, for me, career? it it really started, when I first started, like, I started like using pencil and just drawing on like art pads and stuff mm-hmm. when I was little. When I got to, because you know, in school, there's always that art kid in school, in junior yeah. high school, whatever, that that was me. Oh, okay. You know, I had to draw things. Hey, that's cool. And that's how you met your first friend. Hey, he's the artist, that guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> that I was yeah. that art kid, you know, <laughs> you know, okay. but I was in a very rough environment. So that was, you didn't really show that. Yeah. Uh, the that we grew up in. Unfortunately, African American children at that time, and things, it might be changing, but very aggressive, rough, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, you had to be always hard all the time. So as an artist, you're very sensitive. You're, you're connected to things, you're sensory, yeah. you know, so yeah. I had to hide a lot of that. Uh, mm-hmm. In you know, junior high school, 
until I got to high school, which is art and design. But before that, I had, you know, I made friends through my artwork, like drawing things, like draw the Smurfs or draw, you know, that kind of thing. But, uh, yeah. Oh, wow. That is so true about you had to be hard, like growing up. I, I hope it's kind of changed. I don't know. I think it has some, I just think it depends on where you live. Um, and what school you go to, but yeah, I mean, it, it, I'm saying majority, unfortunately, in my right. opinion, the the lack of fathers, I think, adds to that. You yeah. know, a lot of us grow up a lot of, without our fathers, and so uh, you don't know what masculinity is at that mm-hmm. age, and no one's teaching you. Mm. So we're all nervous, like oh, you know, so we, so the the strongest and loudest guy, oh, that's masculine. That's you got to be loud and always punching somebody in the face. Wow. So, so if you're not that aggressive, you're like, oh, I'm not, I'm not, I guess I'm not a man, because it's like you know, it's, it's that environment we grew up in, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. So. Well, I definitely know about it. I came from Chicago, so <laughs> yeah, totally. I understand Chicago, L.A., New York. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just you know. Uh-huh. Unfortunate. Yes. Wow. So let's talk about your first time as a professional. Well, you considered yourself professional because you're artist all your life. Um, yeah. Like, let's talk about the first time you sold something that you either created yourself and you're just like, wow, people are actually going to pay for this. <laughs> well, the, the weird, the strange thing about when I, when I was, you know, drawing in high school and then I went to art, I went to NYU and, you know, studied uh, got a fine arts you know went studied fine arts at NYU um they weren't teaching you how to sell your artwork wow so that was the weird thing that I learned I learned how to make shading I learned how to make colors I learned how to you know draw a hand and stuff I didn't really care for when I went to school so I didn't no one taught us how to be a business person in art so uh, fast forward, I was, you know, doing odd jobs and stuff. I got married mm-hmm. and my wife and I, we were, we were doing something for the masjid. Okay. I remember it was our first year of marriage and I painted uh, Bismillah Rahman Rahim. I never did calligraphy before. I just looked at this, uh, Kufic script of Arabic mm-hmm. and I painted it from, 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 um, just looking at it. Mm. And I was going to, I was going to use it to sell in the masjid. For them to raise money. Okay. And my wife said, no, 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 Don't, don't, don't. That's not, no, I was going to give it away. Oh, She wow. said, no, 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 no. You should, you should start a business with that. I said, what? So yeah. Said, You're an wow. artist. That's awesome. I said, really? See, yeah, you should start a business with that. Don't, don't, don't just give away your art like that. I said, yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> so I still have that painting. I didn't, I didn't give it away. It's still in my head. It's like 20 something years old. Wow. And, um, but from there, that's when I started painting Arabic uh, calligraphy and stuff like that for, for the Muslim community, specifically the Muslim community. And that was the first time I started selling in the masjid in that way, you know? And um, so, and then this other brother bought like four, he wanted me to make prints of four large paintings. I sold like each a thousand, I think it was a thousand dollars each. Oh, that's great. For, yeah. For his, uh, his business. To put wow. in his business, yeah, okay. that was that was really that was different, you know. Wow, that yeah. no, that's great. That would really encourage me. I probably painting all night yeah. for things like. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, I was um, that money was good, but I didn't feel like that was me. I felt uh-huh. like I was doing it for the Muslim community, and I don't think that. Uh-huh. They, you know what I mean? 
Okay, yeah, because you just looked at it and was like, okay, I can do that because you probably can draw anything. But yeah, when did you come into like, this is me, this is my signature, this is my brand? Because I, I really um, did start to see, I don't know when, but I guess over the years on the internet, I'm like, wow, like slowly I started to notice your art just, I don't know, just a distinct, like, this is you. And it was just so innovative and so like, yeah, just amazingly fresh to me. So when did yeah. that start? Um, that was like around 2013. Uh, I don't know what, what it was. I don't know why it started. I don't know if it was, I'm not sure why it started. I think, um, I think that was around the time my wife, like a few years before, cause you know, we started college art, the, uh, the fashion thing that she was doing, yeah. we, I helped her with that. Mm-hmm. And she started to slow down because, you know, the children were, were younger and yeah. she wanted to focus on them. So then I was like, you know, that's that's very important. But then I started thinking about myself, like I don't really want to stop because I can, I still, I still love painting because I used to paint on her clothes. Oh. So I think that's what started happening. I started painting, and I was like, I really want my own. Uh, I don't want to just be, I don't, and I don't like the term, you know. That's how I don't like the term. I don't want to be just a community artist. Right. That's the word yeah. I use. Yeah. And, you know, some people might take that the wrong way. But what I meant was I didn't want people to think that when there's a banquet or when there's an Eid, that's when you buy stuff from this guy. I don't right. I don't want to be that guy. Yeah. You know, because it, <laughs> it reminded me of, you know, yeah. I grew up in Harlem, 150th Street, the, the guys on the street selling it, socks yeah. and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, like 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 hustle man from from Martin. I didn't I didn't I didn't want to be right. You know what I'm saying? You're from Chicago. You know yeah, okay. Lawrence, like the yeah. the Muslim community that I grew up in didn't know those things I was taught. Right. So I was almost like I have to fake it. I have to be. I have to be. You know, all of us read the Quran. I was learning Arabic. Okay, let me do that because everyone knows that that is when I say Bismillah mm-hmm. or Rahim, or you know mm-hmm. that's something that people know, but that's not. It's not specifically me. That's that's what I was, you know. Look, I I can totally read because I'm start, I'm sitting up here like, wow, how many you know times I just was doing something to be doing. <laughs> right. Yeah, so I definitely it. understand everything that you're saying. Like, yeah, that is, yeah, I definitely understand. So, it's, it's, I'm sorry. It, it's because you know, unfortunately, the artists, these the people who are really talented culturally, there wasn't a place for them. Yeah. Because and 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 I'll say this as as a man, specifically as a male, the only places that were for us was becoming an imam or security. Mm. So the one who was because of Malcolm. You know, yeah. and I love Malcolm and because Arm Elijah Muhammad and Man Muhammad, these were our teachers. Yeah. And they were in front of us. We didn't see any other male images of expression. Yeah, that's so true. So true. You know, from the Muslim community. So you're growing up and it's like, okay, let me just do, you know, they all you know I'm, I was on security. You know, I started doing little Jumas and Talims. And it wasn't fulfilling for me. And and second of all, it wasn't paying my rent. That was that was, that was the biggest right. thing. That, look, that's the main so, thing, especially from, you know, from a woman's perspective. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know. So 
Yeah. Wow. That and that's so powerful. So do you think it's different now for the next generation? Because they totally have people different. like you and me who like look, we had to totally, go through the rough totally. edge of getting, just, you know, called like, just, What what are you doing? Or like not <laughs> taking seriously. Like <laughs> I was just talking to my daughter, she's twenty one years old, and I said, Look how blessed you are. Just yeah. from your mom. I talked yeah. about yourself. Yeah. I talked about like you could just go down the line on Instagram and just like yeah. it was. So, I know it was difficult for you. I already my wife talks about the whole. Oh my god! Yeah, know, I, I don't even <laughs> have to go through it. You know what I'm saying. So I know if it was hard for us, it was ridiculous for y'all. Like there was no Muslim woman to even oh look. Oh my god! Do you know a Muslim brother from Emmanuel the Muhammad community? Um, he told me. He said, "Look, sister." <laughs> One day he came to me. He said, "Now I'm, I'm just telling you something." He said, "A little advice." He said. Don't just depend on the Muslim community to make money. You'll be broke. He said, stay out there. He's right. He's right. I wish somebody told me that. I wish somebody told me that. He sure did. Out of Chicago, he was like, I'm just going to tell you. I was like, oh, I already know. Like, <laughs> you Thanks for the, you know, the yeah. telling me what I already know. I already observed yeah. it. And don't get me wrong. I got great support, but I was I always knew that it had to be broader like you. So, so now you have your online, like, it's amazing. So let's talk about that creative process. How, and how do you incorporate Islam still even in what you're doing? Um, See, and, and, and that's the thing for me, you know, specifically from this community, you know, I, I asked Imam Muhammad one time directly, like, you know, what should we be doing as, as Muslims when it comes to fashion and art? He said, be Muslim. And he didn't give me a full answer. He mm-hmm. said, be Muslim. Mm-hmm. And so for me, I took that as like I was always doing like that. I, I don't have to change anything. See, the, what I was doing earlier, mm-hmm. I was being fake. You know what I mean? Right. right. Yeah. That wasn't me. The, I, I was the I was the kid who was going to museums. I was looking at documentaries. I was mm-hmm. buying art books at 15, 16, 17. But there was I don't know if there were other boys doing that in the Muslim community because it wasn't talked about. Right. So. That was, yes, I went to Arabic class. Yes, I went to Muslim school to a certain degree, but I was also an art kid. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, um, there there is no, there's no other thing I do except say my prayers and say Bismillah. There's no, you know, for me, there's no other, um, you know, outside of what I've always been doing. There's no, you know, there's no, okay, it's time for me to, make this creation uh, it is not it's not it's not like that with me and it's nothing there's nothing wrong with that like i know no, i know what you say well, i'm just laughing i i have sufi uh they call themselves sufi friends mm-hmm. and i also have people who call themselves shiite and they go through a certain thing before they create and that's that's them but for me you know what well, well, well like i'm not doing nothing <laughs> what i mean is Prophet Muhammad taught us, I mean, a lot of people him that you can't sell what you can't eat. Mm, you, can't, like you, can't, you can't produce, you can't give people what you can't do. Right. So that's, a, that's an Islamic thought. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's not right. a, it's not a, it's not a, there's no, you know, I understand the principles. I mm-hmm. can't sell crack. You right. know what I'm saying? I right. can't sell alcohol. I can't sell drugs right so because of that uh okay what what can i sell 
And I remember there was, and I don't want to belabor the point. They had there was a hadith where the a man was asking Prophet Muhammad being very sarcastic, mm-hmm. and Prophet Muhammad knew he was being sarcastic. He said, "So Prophet, what can we do?" And he said it in front of a bunch of people. And the Prophet said the good things. He didn't answer. He just said, we'll do, we'll do "Anything that's good, you can do." Right. So that's how I approach my 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 work. Mm. I approach my work that way. Anything that's good for humanity. Right. Based on based on the Quran and the, the prophet taught us. But Look, there's, a, I, you know, I know. Go ahead. I lo- I love it. You're right. So, I love so, there, so for me, there's no. I'm. I don't feel I'm restricted. I, right. I just don't. I don't feel like. I feel like it's a burden for a woman or a man to take off his shirt all the time. To to do it's like I know some artists who take their shirts off and yeah. whatever. whatever. Yeah. And that's burdensome. That's burdensome. It's just a burden because you're not selling your body. You're selling the artwork. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, what are you doing? I'm saying, like, <laughs> you're, you're a great artist. Like, why, why is your arm glistening? Like, <laughs> I understand. Well, you know what? Everybody's trying to fit into, you know, this idea of what they think, you know, mainstream art is or mainstream artists. And that's something that, like, you're basically saying, no, I'm, that's not me. So that's not going to be me with my yeah, art. I'm, <laughs> I, I know for, for me, and then, then like I said, I've studied other artists. I saw what happened with uh, Basquiat. I saw yeah. that they used him. Yeah. And he, wanted, he said he wanted to be famous. That's why you saw the word famous in his in a lot of his work. Yeah. So what did that mean? He was willing to do anything to get out That's there. Deep. Wow. And they, and, they, and they used him. And they, and they spit him out. It was just, you know, I read his books. I saw, and I love his artwork. That's what, wow. that's what also made me, he's one of the persons who I looked up to in the sense of because I grew up with a, a language, a language like man always talks about language. I love the way he used words in his in his yeah. uh, his mm-hmm. artwork. So I started doing that, but using my words, you know. I love that. So, yeah, that's what I love. I love about your art. I do see that influence, but it's your own. And yeah, uh, yeah. I see the symbols. I see the crowns and yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, so let's let's talk let's talk about that. Where has your art taken you? I know I've seen you all around. <laughs> so yeah. What's the most amazing experiences that you've had that you could share with us? Uh just going to Japan was just amazing, man. I, I oh my goodness. First I time still I still want to go there. Oh, I love Japan. Japan <laughs> is like my children are beating me that I haven't taken them yet because they love it too. Uh it was just amazing. Um, and I'm sitting there on the plane with one of my friends who came with me and I'm looking like, wow, my art is taking me to Japan. Like, wow. There's, there's, it's like, um, I don't have any comparison because I don't know, I don't know any Muslim friends that who are artists like that who've mm-hmm. done this in that sense, you know? Right. Uh, and so I felt like a pioneer. I felt like, uh, mm. uh, what's the word? Just uh, someone new, like I'm doing something new, because you know, even when I went over there, my, my friend wasn't Muslim, but I said I was going to look for a masjid, and we found a masjid and we prayed in there. He took a picture wow. of me praying, oh, and then he started to pray. You know, wow. And you know, he usually smoked uh, weed. He didn't smoke weed with me, and wow. I didn't ask anything to him. Mm. Uh, he was much younger than me, like at least 15, 20 years younger than me. Mm. Uh, but, um, it was my discipline, you know, I, I've, I've been doing yeah. this stuff, you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, that's the thing, going to Japan, looking at Harajuku place over there with all the fashion and all that, I went to a museum over there, 
I sold two pieces. They were very small. Mm-hmm. But uh, one of the persons I sold them to is still one of my friends on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have to go back there. That, that was a thing. I was, it was just beautiful. Wow. Yeah, that's on my list. I, I remember I've been, when I was younger, I used to get out, out of the library, um, you know, these days, VHS tapes <laughs> on, the, <laughs> on learn, like on traveling to Japan. Like, I don't know yeah. why I was so fascinated with Japan. That was before, you know, the fascination the youth have with the anime. That was yeah, way anime, before that. Yeah. But yeah. I was always drawn to it. And I haven't been there yet. So when I, I think I saw you, I was like, oh, wow, that's one of my dreams. Like, yeah, you, you have to. Any, anyone who's a, any artist, man, it's like, I understand why every person I look up to is Coltrane, Prince, Michael Jackson. Yeah, yeah. They all went over there. I, it's just beautiful. Okay. Yeah. Beautiful. Wow. So what now? Like, do you sell your art? Like in galleries, online, like what other places or avenues do you sell your art? So uh, I've learned in the past 10 years that galleries and uh, art festivals are dwindling. Mm. And because of the Internet, it's making the artists be more in charge. Okay. So I'm in a class right now learning about, they call NFTs, uh, non-fungible tokens, Bitcoin. Oh, wow. And now you can sell your art digitally digitally and make a whole bunch of money doing that i'm still learning about it bitcoin you said you could yes. do it that way wow yes it's, it's, okay it's called, they're called nfts you can look that up right in, in i'm that. like what is this i need to be on yeah. this <laughs> yeah i just and i just uh i just painted a painting about that uh wow. a day ago and it's just it's out of, out of that class so that's what inspired me but yeah, so basically, I, I use my website and Instagram. I just sold another painting, uh, my Muhammad Ali painting, uh, like an hour ago before I came on here talking to you. Oh wow! I just sold that painting to uh, a person, and I'm trying to get that out. And I sold another original painting yesterday of uh, what's it, the, uh, Martin, the Martin Luther King painting I did called the Noble King. Yeah, I sold that painting yesterday. Oh wow! It's now basically, that, mm-hmm. it's basically these platforms. You gotta, you know, it's it's in our hands. You know, I don't I don't mind galleries. Okay. I just think like, especially my wife when I show her the contracts, she's like, nah, fifty percent. Why? What are you fifty percent, sixty percent? Nah, nah, that's not happening. Yeah, that's not happening. Yeah. And it's a good gallery, but it's like, nah, you, they they didn't they didn't um stay up at night for 12 hours to paint this. They didn't. No, nah, no, nah, that's not happening. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's too much. That's, a, yeah, that's the way too much. Yeah. 40%. I said, no, 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 no. So, uh, the last place I was at, the one and one in Harlem was 50%. And I said, no, nah, no. Nah. So what I did is I raised the price very, very, very high. So they wouldn't sell. And that's what you can do. But it was good publicity. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I was about to say, if somebody really want it, then you were going to get yes. it. You're going to pay, you're going to make sure you get your, I love that, that as yeah. artists, you know your worth because yes. you really have to, because yes. like you said, you spend all this time doing this and people want to give you crumbs and you like, uh, it, no. it's, it's like my wife, you know, we, we, are, we argued about that in the beginning. We really arguing because, you know, I'm trying to say, I want to pay, I'm trying to pay the mortgage, but she's talking about you have to, Value, like, look what you did. Look what you yeah. made. Yeah. And yeah. that's not right. Yeah. That's not right. These people, 
you're there for three days. Why should they get half of that? Yeah. Like, you just sat me down. We were just talking about that. Just like, if we you say, if you tell your children that, because they, they, you know, they're going to go into the art field and stuff like that. Would you tell your daughter, yeah, you can say half of that? No, nah, you wouldn't. So why would you do it? So she just really uh, made me understand that. And that's why getting into the other platform, digital, and making your, your, your Instagram awesome, making your website awesome, and going direct consumer to emails and stuff. So that's yeah. what I've been doing. And it's been successful. Facebook ads, Instagram ads, very successful. Very, you know, very, very successful. That's the way to go. Like to me with any type of art, because they will take all your stuff, even recording artists. It's like, nope, I'm going to go to the place that you can d- download it directly from my site or from sites yeah. that give me the most. And like you said, put it on, a, like just say for instance, recording artists, put it on the other sites for publicity or bring them to you, but have something yep. for them to buy from you. you yeah. So. Yep. I mean, you guys, especially you guys, the spoken word and the singer, y'all yeah. so much, you're so much in, in a powerful place right now. I mean, yeah. this is stuff Prince was talking about 30 years ago. Yeah, I know. But a I lot know. of the younger kids are still under that fame garbage. They are. And sell their stuff and masters. It's like, they, they, should, they should just talk to Master P and all that. I mean, Master P is... Oh, he's some, yes, Master P. It's just amazing. Amazing. You know? it, it is. But you have to, like you say, you have to really believe in yourself and have good mentors, people like you and people, yeah. you know, look at them and listen and, and read these stories and, of and people I'm glad you, I'm who want to sell their soul. <laughs> what happened? Because mm-hmm. I, I have two mentors directly, I, and I can call them right now. One of them is... Oh, wow. Named uh, Patrick, and the other one's name is uh, I forget his name. But one of them has a uh, was an older, he's in his eighties. He has he's an only African American photographer in this place in a white neighborhood called the Greenwich Village. Mm. And he and I talked to him one time and a few times. He told me about the hardship he went through, and he told me never sell yourself, never. He told me that he really uses vulgar language sometimes. He talks to me. Because of the stuff he went through, but he told me that. And then another guy I ran into selling his artwork in the same environment. He said, he told me, he said, you know what selling out is? He said, selling out is when you're by yourself in your bed by yourself and you feel bad about what you just did. Mm. That's selling out. I was like, oh shoot. Yeah. He said, wow. he said, when you buy yourself and that thing you did to get that money and you feel bad. That's selling out. That's wow. Push. Now that's powerful. Yeah, sure. and you, you need you need mentors. I agree with you. I totally and I'm glad that I'm able to help other people and uh and I have no problem with talking to people and go that's why I'm doing this interview with you. So share this information because we need mentors, you know. That was that's another thing I had. That's what it was for me, 2013 to now. I set I, I looked for mentors, even though they weren't in my community, they weren't Muslim, but they were African American. Mm-hmm. They knew what they were doing. They were making money as the thing. They they told me about the traps. They told me about these things. They listen, man. Don't do this. Don't do that, man. And he and they kept telling me, man, you you have the internet, man. Mm-hmm. Said, we even we were out here selling on the street. It was hard. So you have the internet. I was like, oh, she said, use every every platform. There's this guy named Gary V. I also listen to. Oh yeah, Gary. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, he comes straight to you like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes but, look, you gotta hear it like that. Like, look, yes. you know, yeah. 
man, I'm I'm learning so much. You're inspiring me because um especially being an artist for so long, sometimes it, it gets tiring after a while yeah. where you just like, ugh. But yeah. the blessing is, I mean, Allah gave me the talent. I can't stop it. I, I wrote poetry this morning after Fajr. Like, it just it's, comes to my head. So I'm going to be yeah. like, no, I'm not going to write it down. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's, it, it, and, and that's one thing I, that's why I'm looking at a different artists like Coltrane and Prince and how they would just wake up and yeah. Allah, would, Allah would give them yes. inspiration. And that's how, that's where I am right now. My wife is upset sometimes because I have these papers next to the bed all the time. Yeah. But I'm writing stuff down. It, I'm not even asking for it all the time. It yeah. just happens. It does. And it, it never comes happen. back and the same for no, me. No, <laughs> no, it doesn't. And then, and then it's like, that's why you realize it's not that you didn't have yeah. an idea, that you didn't move on it. Yeah. A lot. Like yeah. I, I might see stuff on the wall. I said, Naima, doesn't look like two eyes in a mirror. She said, yes, it looks like two eyes and a face. I'm seeing stuff in the garbage. I'm seeing stuff on the floor. I'm seeing stuff in the sky. Mm. I'm seeing stuff, silhouettes of someone walking. And it's like, oh, man, this is, this is, this is what it, a lot gives you chances, man. You know, a lot gives us us all these uh, ideas. But I'm also not worked on an idea and it left and you like, Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. It's because no, but the thing is, I was right. That's why I bought the note. That's why I have the note. Um, mm-hmm. the note phone, Samsung okay. note, is because of that. I needed to write stuff down when it comes to me. Mm. That's the same thing with Billy. Michael Jackson said, I think he was on a plane where he had the the rhythm to Billy Jean, and he wrote it on a napkin, and then he ran into the studio and he created it. But it was on on a plane. It just came to him. You know, mm. and that's where I am right now. All these, I have a whole bunch of ideas, man. I told my wife, I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm 17 years old. That's how I feel when I'm wow. creating. That's how I feel. It's like, you, it's just, it's, it's so, um, what's the word? Well, art keeps you young. Like I tell people, like, I feel, I feel the same way when I'm reinventing myself for myself. Like, yes. oh, okay, I, I don't want to do that type of, you know, express myself. Because you, you're constantly changing. So it's going to change with you. Yes. yes. <laughs> it's, it's, that's why I love, again, I love seeing what Prince was able to do. Yeah. I saw the, one of another groups called the Beatles. If you travel from yes. when they first started to where they ended, how mature and, but it's, they were still the Beatles. Yes. Involved in such a, that was one of the bands that, you know, growing up listening to, like, how do you get like, you know, uh, Abbey Road from, you know, a good day's night? And it's like two totally different songs, same people, but they evolved. And one of the things also Kanye is another one to a certain extent, uh, <laughs> how he evolved from the beginning to now. It's yeah. just it's still him, but he's able to evolve. I don't like it all the way, but, uh, yeah, yeah. but he's an artist, you know? Yeah, yeah. He is. I mean, people have to respect. You can't be what others want you to be. It's like if this is where you're growing and you want to talk about, you know, topics in a certain way, then people have to accept. Like, this yeah. is either you're gonna be listen to it or you're not. You know? Yes, that's it. That's <laughs> or, it. Or you'll get new people that'll love your work. So that's the whole yeah. thing. Billions of people on the planet, and yes. so I think as an artist, now has that been. Because I understand personally what you were saying from you were doing art that just like, okay, it'll sell for everybody else. Yeah. And then to yourself, like, 
was that a sense of freedom now how you feel like when you um, creating now it's 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 uh this it's like um i remember uh was listening to about risk taking very important to take risks that's part of your nature someone was telling me about especially men it's for nature to take risks and this is why I was I was just thinking about that. You know, if you see pictures with, with uh, a boy, uh, um, a father with his their children, you'll never see a mother throwing up a child and catching it. It doesn't happen. I'm not saying that women don't take risks, but men every time every every father I know. Yes. There's a picture of us throwing our children up and catching. Oh my God. Look, that's, I never food. noticed that when you said that. You're yes. right. Because when my husband used to do I used to cringe. I'm like, oh yes. Lord. You never see a mother <laughs> doing that. No. Because it's in our nature to take risks more so. And I'm like, every go to China, Japan, <sighs> India, you go to the all the way to the Amazon, they're throwing them up in trees. Like, what is wrong with us? It's the fact of us taking risks. And like that, that. But that's what freed me. That's what freed me. Taking these risks that are pleasing to Allah. It wasn't yes. risk of taking drugs, the risk of, of putting heroin in my vein, or the risk, like, you know, the people we look up to, the Kurt Cobains who were talented, but they took dumb risks. Like, why would you yes. destroy your voice? Mm. It's no sense. Wow. You know what I mean? It, it, why would you take heroin, Scott? You were great. Like, where? But the nature of them is to take risks. And then they mm. had people around them that gave them bad risks. And that's why I tell my children, you have to make, have to make mistakes. To fail and to take risks because that's how you learn. And uh, yeah, that's that's the freedom that I have. I feel like a pioneer in the sense of, oh, that's what I was saying. I don't really have a lot of uh, male Muslim African-American, uh, what's the word, who really want to be Muslim and also be artists. That, that, that's the term I use. Mm-hmm. And what I mean is they want to be artists. There's, you see the two things. They want to be artists. Some of my painters at any risk where they'll, they'll promote alcohol, they'll promote Cigarettes or promote drugs, mm. or is the other one who really doesn't want to be an artist but just wants to be busted. Mm. And it's like, you know, they just want to, you know, read Arabic and, you know, learn Quran, but you don't really want to be an artist. It's just, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's like becoming imams, you know what I mean? It's okay. You know, you know what I'm saying? It's all right. <laughs> but but that, that's the, that's the, 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 what do you call that? Uh, not the burden, but the, you know, one thing I love about Andy Warhol is that he had his crew around him. Yeah. You know, they all believed in that same weird stuff that he was doing. Mm-hmm. So it was awesome. He was into his freaky stuff. They were all good. They were all, so I'm trying to find that group, specifically mm. males, who want to be Muslim and also be artists. So what I mean is, you know, um, we're all Muslim and it's time to pray and, you know, I don't really do that stuff. You know, I'm like, what? What, I don't, what does that mean? Like, or they drink alcohol or they smoke or they, you know, that, yeah. that, that kind of that, that, um, what's the word? That affects your relationship. You know, oh. this, yeah. it's like Andy Warhol. Everyone was free. Everyone was a freak. So, you know, everyone was a freak with Andy Warhol. All this crew, everybody, it was good. So what happens with us? Why well, come we got to be 
you know, why we all be who we are. You know what I mean? Nothing wrong with Muslim. You know what I mean? That's that. That's the thing you find out. It's like, bro, like, so you kind of selling out, bro. Like, how are you selling? How are you promoting alcohol, bro? Like, where can you mm. where can you stuff to substantiate that? Well, uh, you know, I'm nah, man. It's just come on, bro. What are, what are we doing? Yeah. That's powerful what you say. I I kind of see. I don't know because I'm I don't know about other industries if it's kind of changing. Do you see it changing? Um, I I mean, because now you see people, you hear people who are Muslim, because you can't tell nowadays, just because somebody has a name, like, you know, you can't tell. So I do find that because I have a couple of people that I know that are big in the industry and, you know, they call themselves Muslim, give you the, you know, assalamu alaikum to everybody. But just like you said, it's time to pray. Like, oh yeah, they don't do that. They, they'll, um... Yeah, they'll do anything yeah, I mean, the money behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it like it's like I said. One of the things that made Muhammad Ali so powerful—not that everyone in the nation was good and did—and right, and even right. even the mistakes that he made, but he right. had a crew around him that you know when you mess with Muhammad Ali, you mess with the nation. That kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. That's what we need as Muslims. That the reason why people, the, Malcolm X said that he said, "It's not that we're outnumbered; we're out organized." Mm, we, yeah have to be seen as a group. And if we're a group, this is what we promote. We, 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 we don't promote homosexuality. That's just, we just don't. I mean, you can, you can, you can, you know, uh, what's the word? Um, everyone makes mistakes. Right. I can't promote that. Mm. That's not what we promote. Yeah. You know, we don't, we don't, we're, we're, we're not promoting changing our gender. We're not promoting alcohol. We're not promoting smoking. You know, that's what, that's, that's Muslim. Yeah. That's what we do. So the, 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 the hardship is that balance, mm-hmm. you know? And then, you know, cause one of the things that when I was growing up was that, um, the people that we saw were in the, were, who were, who were, uh, calling themselves Muslim entertainers, they weren't good. They weren't good yeah. at their crafts. Yeah. So, so yeah. there was a reason not to get into the these guys. Like, and I'm disrespecting any rapper. The back of the day, the rappers were whack. The singers yeah. were whack. Oh yeah, you know. And except for Wilmore Sudiki, who always be the greatest in my opinion, but that's another subject. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> well, you're right. They were corny. You were like, I'm not trying to be that. So yeah. now, who did you but have to look at? But <laughs> now, like myself, mm-hmm. it's what I with some of the you know some of the young men. You know, you don't have an excuse. Yeah. You don't have an excuse not to be, you know, I'm trying to be like bossy guy. Okay. But look at me. Yeah. I just sold the yeah. painting for that, my, that this amount of money. And I, yeah. I have a wife. I have kids. I don't drink. I don't smoke. So what's your excuse? None now. So a lot of times we were growing up, you know, there was nobody. There was, you yeah. know, people singing on the corner after the school, school play or whatever. But, um, right. that's the burden. <laughs> that's the burden, you know. Wow. And you're right. It's no excuses now because I tell people, right, in their 20s, teens, I'm like, it's no excuse. You have too many examples now of people who are Muslims, who who practice Islam, who don't drink, smoke, who ain't selling their soul, you know, and who are... And they're very good at their craft. Very good at what they do. Yeah. You you definitely said it. So I always say that too. I tell them like, man, it's a, it's a another generation. I know they have their challenges with the internet, but I think definitely with people... Mentors. Now, let's. I have two more questions. One is, yeah. how does somebody find a mentor? Like you said, you 
found you a mentor. Look, because I, I still need a, uh, 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 I have mentors, but I, I need somebody specifically like you who's in my craft. So like you, you specifically found somebody yeah. from your craft. It's like, okay, I need somebody who is a poet, spoken word, like long-term, that's been in it. Like I know exactly. some people, like how, but how do I contact them or how do I get them to be a mentor? The weird thing for me is I was walking around, you know, I was, I was looking for somebody and you know, wow. that's what I was doing, I was looking, first of all, you know, just like, you know, you have to ask a lot first. Mm-hmm. You have to ask a lot for, 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 uh, for that. And it's also the network that you're in. Okay. Uh, and then, you know, um, and, but for me, I found one of my mentors on the street, he was selling art in the street. And I was like, oh, is a black man selling street in the village? Let me ask this guy. I thought he was going to be one of those bougie guys like, I don't know you. You know, that kind of thing. Because I, I just thought he was, but he wasn't. And he really helped me. Then the other guy, I ran, I walked by his studio, and I'm like, is a black man in there? Right. He started talking. He started dropping wisdom on me. So I think it's harder if you're a woman looking for mentors in this society because it's just, you know, in the sense of, you know, you're looking for something as a woman. It's just, yeah, I can help you, lady. That kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, because so I know some men, but it's like, I want a woman. I want yeah. a mentor. Who understands what you have to go through. Yeah. Um, so that's, that, that to me, that's what I would do. Uh, sometimes you can go on the internet and look for people, look at their life and stuff like that, and send them a DM and say, hey, listen, I'm trying to do so-and-so. Mm-hmm. Can you help me? Mm-hmm. Some people are very, very generous. Yeah, yeah. But who I know, I physically found them on the street, you know. Wow. That was, that was you know, that, that was a lot, basically. Yeah. But a lot of knew I needed that because I couldn't, in the Muslim community, there was no one really to go to. Mm, yeah. You know, yeah. There, was either, there was either Asalaamu Alaikum Bean Pie or I'm going to sell drugs. But I'm, I'm being funny. But I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get what you're saying. People know, yeah. like, you don't mean it by that. But you are the example, like I said, that you were looking for now for the next, you know, generations to come. Like, or from even your peers. It's like now maybe some people will come out and say, oh, you know what, I've, I've always wanted to be, to paint, to do visual yeah. art. Like, I see I don't have to try and be like somebody else or compromise my self my faith in order to yeah. do that i think a lot yeah. of people as artists were doing that in the industry well if i even i mean all kind of well if i take off this or if yeah. i don't dress like this yeah. or, or women if i don't wear i don't cover my hair if i don't do this yeah you know maybe they'll like me more but we see the whole world yeah. is coming to you know um just wanting to better themselves in ways so i'm like yeah Yes. While you trying to be this way, the world's coming this way. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, it, 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 even the whole modest—it's called modest fashion. Like, come yeah. on, we were doing that forty years ago. What are we I know. About? Yeah. That, look, that's a whole other story I have with I your wife. Like, really how, look how she feel about that. <laughs> like <laughs> now, because I, I think about that too, as to where the media act like it's some so new. Oh, new, and I'll be like, this is not new. Like. Even I was yeah. 10 years old. I saw a fashion show in my community. Yeah, yeah, fashion? yeah. And that's just crazy. But but that's why, especially as African-American Muslims, we have to document and tell our own stories. Because yes, yes. It's going to be just like, you know, the blues and um, yeah. everything else. They take it and say, <laughs> yes, they rock yes. and roll, you know, hip-hop. get up Chuck Berry yep. and all of a sudden hip hop. All of a sudden we weren't the ones. We get erased out of it, you know, so yeah. <laughs> same thing. Well, my last question is going to be, what do you want to be most remembered for? Like 
you know, even if it's a hundred years from now, someone wants to look up, you know, Khalid Sabri, what do you want to be known for? Um, I just want to be uh, an innovator who used all the platforms to be successful, you know, yeah. basically, you know, a person who used, you know, every avenue to, to express his artwork, you know, there, you know, and, and, and when we go to school, there's these, there are these terms that they call you neo-expressionist or, uh, what do you call that, uh, pop art and all that kind of stuff. The, the, so they put you in a category to sell you, basically. Yeah. But I, I, I didn't believe in that. And I believe that you could have your own expression. And basically, I want to be remembered with that as an innovator. You know, wow. someone who used all the platforms to express his art forms, you know? Love it. Well, thank you so much. I learned a lot. And your energy is just invigorating because I I hear the passion in your voice talking about your art, the confidence. And today, because of that, I'm going to take a risk. I'm going to send somebody an email today. Like, just because you said, don't be afraid to fail and take a risk. That's something nah, I say, I mean, but I'm going to do it. <laughs> and, and Yeah. And, 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 and that's the thing, sis. You know, we, we, uh, we we are. I remember, I think someone was saying we're really spiritual beings living in a, in a material environment. Mm-hmm. So our spirits, man, our spirits is what really comes across yeah. to everybody. And this spirit, because of my children, really, because of it, they're younger than me, they're always creating. They show me this and showing me that, and I listen to that. That spirit that they keep bringing to me, you know, and uh, being around other younger people. That was the thing that John Coltrane. John Coltrane specifically put himself around younger jazz musicians mm-hmm. so that he would get better. He used to like sleep with, he used to sleep with his um saxophone. I was mm-hmm. like, "What? John Coltrane was practicing that much? He was already a master for us." Well, when I looked at his documentary, he every single morning practiced his saxophone. This is John Coltrane. This is after he did yeah, his famous albums. I'm like, what? Yeah. The yeah. same thing with same thing with Miles Davis. Mm-hmm. Same thing. They just it was it wasn't enough that you knew him from that album. Me personally, I don't like anything after a vicious brew, but that's another subject. But <laughs> for him, for him, it, mm. I Allah has given me this talent. I'm gonna keep going. So yes, it's um, take take those risks, and that's how you make it. There's no I, other. I love know, it. I'm inspired. So, how can people stay connected with you online and get your artwork or see what you're uh, doing? W uh, Kachis Kha dash T E E S dot com or on Instagram K H A underscore T E E S on Instagram. Those are the best. Those are the most uh, quicker way to contact me. Great. You know. Well, thank you so much. It was um, definitely an honor, and it was definitely it motivated me so much, like inspired me actually I to appreciate to think beyond. And like you said, look at the youth. I do believe in that. That's why I, I love working with um, the teens, and even listen yes. to my daughters. You know, because yes. they're you they're so to. different. Their minds are so you know innovative and fresh. And it's like, and my oldest daughter, well, even the younger one, but the oldest, she'll tell me like, "You should do this. You should do this." Yeah. Yeah, no, nah, no, nah, I don't like my wife. We don't always listen because they don't know, but the ideas that they come out with. Oh, yeah. Like, I didn't think about that. Yeah. I didn't yeah. Think about 
to think yeah. about it. Yeah, definitely. And, and they definitely know the technology. So yes. <laughs> thank you. Well, it's been a pleasure. Assalamualaikum. Thank you. Alaikum Thank you again for joining us on Art as Sacred. To learn more about Art as Sacred Initiative, check out our website at artassacred.com. We have some exciting projects and events coming up this year. Until next time, assalamu alaikum, peace and divine love.